Hi all, this is RV Empath, and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is December 16th, 2020, and how are you doing? Just a gentle reminder that there is a lot of energy available to people right now, so use it to its best advantage Use it to help heal and move forward, even if it doesn't seem like you are. You still are. That's the thing. Healing can be really tough and very hard and very difficult. So I am here to give you encouragement and to say we are in the last lap of things in many ways when it comes to healing and finishing up and breaking through some sort of energetic cycle which is great. Yay. It's also very tiring. (laughs) So, um, you know, I get it and just buckle down and grit your teeth and do it. Do it anyway. Do the things you don't want to do because those are the things that will move us forward into our best selves and our best life. Uh, So now we are entering that time where we have to really be challenging ourselves. So the energy, at least astrologically, has been very, very positive lately, these past few days now. Even though it's positive, that doesn't mean that it's easy. You know what I'm saying? Particularly because Saturn is getting ready to move into the sign of Aquarius tomorrow. Woo! Uh, But until that actually happens, it sort of intensifies before it changes signs. So it makes sense in an energetic way that things would be kind of harder in some ways. But the energy is super positive and supportive. So remember that. And remember connecting with God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good. This is just a reminder that I'm starting like a Sunday meetup and I'm doing a Zoom meeting. Or I start I started a meetup called Positive Thinking. <laughs> like Bisbee Positive Thinking Group or something. Um so perhaps I should actually change the name of the meetup to reflect this Sunday meeting which is called The Light. And it's at 11 o'clock Mountain Time. And I will put the Zoom link into the uh, episode information. So you can find it there in the text. And it's just going to be a talk about um, good energy and being good and connecting with God, God energy. Um, There are some very basic morals that I think kind of cross religious boundaries um, overall sort of things a lot of them can be attributed to the foundational teachings of Jesus what they call Christ consciousness now I'm no you know expert at any of this but I know enough to know what's good and I believe in living certain teachings like you know helping others 
um, being as morally good as possible, not lying, not cheating, not stealing, including adultery um, and uh, fraud, like when it comes to greed, stuff like that. I mean, look, this isn't... (laughs) This stuff is as old as time, these teachings. I mean, I don't know. I want to say it's not rocket science or something like that, but that's a mixed... That's kind of like a a weird metaphor to use, but it's not, it doesn't take a whole lot to figure it out, peeps, right? Between like what's good and what's bad. Um, quote unquote, you know, bad. But that more negative stuff, all that stuff is meant to be healed. It, it's kind of a human experience, but we're, we're meant to actually heal it. We're meant to challenge ourselves to be the best versions of ourselves that we can be. I don't think we're meant to sin, do sin after sin after sin, and then just go, oh, well, I'm absolved <laughs> because, you know, so-and-so says so, or, you know, God's got my back. He realizes how, what a frail human I am and whatever, whatever. I think that is excuses. I think that personally, I come from the perspective of, um, I think that we're kind of being tested, you know, God kicks back and he goes, okay, how, how is this individual making their choices how do they choose to move move forward in their life do they um selfishly uh make decisions that are harmful to others to um you know and ground these decisions in more uh like negative emotional um psychological things like greed and narcissism and um you know uh the desire to hurt you know I think that uh I'm I come from the perspective that I think God kind of kicks back and says oh I'm going to observe how people are tending to themselves you know are they being are they attempting to challenge themselves to be the best version of themselves that they can be or are they weak minded and um, you know how are they affecting the world around them you know you got to think about stuff like that are we helping to uplift and make everything around us better healthier you know more balanced or are we spewing like garbage, filthy air, and um, feces around us, like wherever we go. You know what I mean? I mean, that's energetically, that is a thing. People get caught up in all the pain and the muck and yuck of their lives. And um, they can't like see their way out of it, or they think that that's the only way to experience life. You know, life just sucks and that's it. There's nothing else in it for me. I mean, that's what a load of crap. What a load of horse shit that is. Life is what we make it. And I've always determined, even though it took, it's still taking time, but I am working toward living the best life I can and being the happiest version of myself that I can be in a healthy way. Happy, healthy, whole. Because I have lived miserably. I have lived through my parents living out their lives miserable so uh 
you know, pretty early on, I said, well, I don't want that. And it still took me ages to shift out of it because there was so much to heal. But, but this is the but. This is the important thing to keep in mind is that always it was worth it. The entire time I was healing, it was worth it. I didn't even realize. I always thought I was better. Oh, I'm better now. <laughs> like, okay, that's it. I'm healed. And then I kept, you know, once you start healing, then you keep healing. And you realize, oh my gosh, I was like more fucked up than I realized even. Um, so it's always better. <sighs> and that's just what I want to say. Anyway, so this, this meetup on Sunday um, through Zoom called The Light is being thankful for the many blessings in our lives, the blessings that are on their way, and for things always working out in a positive way, uh, particularly when one is focused on that, linking up with God, universal energy, and then looking for the good in life. And that means, you know, it does mean being there um, to help people when called upon. I mean, sometimes we're just living our lives and then a situation presents itself where it's like, you can, how are you going to react? You can help, you can be scared and pull away. You can, you know, all kinds of thoughts and memories and reactions can be triggered. But what are we really feeling called to step up to in that moment? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It happens all in all kinds of different ways sometimes. But um, yeah, that's that's a, a question to kind of ponder more on a different day. But what I'm thinking of specifically is during my cancer treatment, there was a time when my husband and I, during the chemo, or was it radiation? I think it was radiation. We were able to stay in a section of the parking lot where they had RV spaces. This is at Banner MD Anderson in Phoenix. Wonderful, wonderful facility. And the treatment that I got there was amazing, just outstanding. So the fact that we could stay there in the parking lot with hookups in an RV was fantastic because I had to go to radiation every day. And that can be very, very difficult for people to do that commute. So there were blessings just galore being able to do that. But um, I remember the people to the right of us, you know, we didn't really socialize with others around us. But there was this feeling of, of um, camaraderie that is hard to define. And it's hard to um, describe. So we said hi to the people um, to the right of us. I think the space to the left of us was open uh, for much of the time. But anyway, there was a husband and wife and the wife had some kind of cancer. I can't remember if it was breast as well. But um, I remember r running into the guy inside the hospital, the husband, and we talked, I think he said, hey, if you ever want to, you know, contact or get in touch with my wife, 
here's her number or whatever. And I accepted the number, but I explained to him, I said, look, I think this is a very individual process going through cancer and um, making the decisions and, you know, living one's life going through the uh, treatment. It's all a very individual, personal thing. So I found when I went through it, I couldn't really connect with others too much because I was on my own path. I was making, I had to really go within to figure out who I was and how I wanted to proceed and connect with God universal energy. I mean, that is really the main thing that I was focused on during this time and healing myself. So working on healing oneself, it's hard to really sometimes uh, connect with others, particularly because I don't want to unduly affect anyone else. I mean, everyone has to make their own decisions, right? So I said to him, I, I wish your wife well, I wish both of you well, and everyone, but I probably won't reach out in a social aspect, in a social way, because I'm so into myself right now. But if you all need anything at any time, I'm there, my husband's there, we are there for you. So I made it clear, we're there for you, man. I'm there, I'm, I am rooting for you all and um, supporting you as best I can, like from a distance. But if you need anything in the moment, we're there like, you know, in the flesh, <laughs> like whatever, we're there, you know, to, to help. Um, and that is kind of, that keeps coming to my consciousness lately. It's like that feeling of, if, so you don't know the person, you know, you don't know people. But sometimes if people need something, it's like, I'm there. What do you need? How can I help? Let's, let's, uh, let's make this happen. Let's figure out a solution. You know, that happens all the time. People help out other people who are broken down at the side of the highway or whatever. But sometimes it doesn't matter. Nothing else matters except know if you need help, I'm here to help you. So everything else just kind of fell away, you know, um, where they lived, who they were, um, uh, who they were in terms of what they do for a job or a career, um, you know, who they are as people, who they are in terms of political circles, you know, all that stuff didn't matter. Nothing mattered. We were bonded in the, um, the experience of cancer treatment and that is what mattered healing so I hope that story is helpful to people but it's like kind of it there's this overall there's this overarching kind of um, love uh, that is there to to help and that comes above like all else, right? Right. Okay. Moving on to astrology. So check that, that thing out that I'm starting. It's on Sundays. <laughs> and um, I don't really know too much about it myself, so I can't describe it much more, but I'll do some talk and we'll do maybe a little meditation and I don't know, it'll be cool. It'll be um, a good thing. <laughs> I'm so vague. Um, it's good stuff for sure. Check it out. All right. Let's go to astrology. 
It's the 16th. Wow. Alrighty. We've got Mercury semi-sextile Pluto. Again, it's the mind, communication, what we learn, and Pluto is all shadow side stuff. Muck and yuck. Inner demons, for lack of a, of a better word. But, um, you know, when I think about negative energy like that, right? And it kind of goes with the devil card too, with tarot. That kind of stuff freaks me out, or at least it used to. And now I'm just understanding it more as energy. Our unhealthy addictions and the way that we're blocked inside for any number of reasons because of pain, um, that is, that is devil energy. That is um, inner demons, so to speak, right? So um, that stuff is super hard and it blocks us from living our best lives in any number of ways. And right now we're in that time where we're, we're really trying to move through that, past that, you know, heal it, shift it, change it. And so that's why we're being asked to move forward in new ways, which is always super uncomfortable. It's okay. You can rest, you can cry, have the headaches. (laughs) It's all right. But still keep doing it. Keep challenging yourself. Keep working hard because that's what it's all about right now. And it's it's all going to be okay. I mean, there's that too. And remember that. Okay. <laughs> remember that. It's worth it. And it's good. Even when it's hard, it's going to pay off. Absolutely. It's paying off in the moment. I mean, as soon as you do something that's hard, you can already feel it. You already know. So, what else is going on? Tomorrow, Saturn is moving into Aquarius. How you doing? Woo! I don't even know. I don't even know words to put into that. That's actually happening. It's um, where I am right now is mountain time. That's happening a little after midnight tonight so look that's a good thing peeps Aquarius is all about innovation it's a more enlightened kind of way of thinking connecting it has sort of like a a beautiful rebelliousness to it which is where you know great music and art comes out of that and um, forward thinking that's what look We all could use that. That's what the world needs right now. I mean, there's easy answers. There's good solutions for people. But we got to, I I think everyone is so sick of the whole greed mentality. I can't even tell you. Cannot even tell you. It makes sense, right? Of course you can't just have people with unchecked power. When has that ever been a good thing? Ever. It's, It's not. It's what... It's like a cancer in a body, right? Um, So you need like checks and balances all the time to be healthy. I mean, it's like necessary to have boundaries to work within. You know what I'm saying? That's like healthy. Speaking of, I want to give a shout out to continue to work on ways to be and stay calm and balanced. Because that, I think see as being the key to uh, being 
healthy, happy, and whole. So, also on the 19th, we have Jupiter moving into Aquarius, and then they they conjunct. When did, when when is that? The 21st. Oh my gosh, how could I have forgotten that? Like on the solstice. Beautiful, 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 beautiful energy. Oh my word, there's just so much to be excited about. Okay. I don't know whether to dwell anymore in astrology, except just to remind you that Chiron did go direct uh, yesterday. And Venus is now in Sagittarius. These are all great things. There's been trines and sextiles with Jupiter and Pluto and Saturn. So keep it on. Keep it up, peeps. Keep on keeping on with what you're working on. Okay, with that, I'm going to move to the guidance cards. I'm going to ground them in energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you. I encourage you to do some like conscious breathing as well. Hmm? Yes, Sarie Bob. Um, okay, sorry, I got a little distracted there for a second. I will be back shortly. Thank you. Let's see what comes out. Whoa. Bunch of cards flipped out. All right. What have we got here? Hmm. All right. We've got the Ace of Wands and the Page of Cups. They flipped out in reverse, which is very interesting. So Ace of Wands is titled The Source. And... It's very vibrant. It is full on like Aries, Mars. It's just like a, a, a sun almost shining very bright. That is what is pictured on the card. The other card, Page of Cups, Understanding. This card features the birdcage with the open door and it's got a white dove inside and there is a, a flock of other white doves flying around outside already. So this dove is preparing to leave the birdcage. Now these are reversed. I think in order to unblock both of these, to really unblock our creativity, our access to the, to the blessing that is there for us in terms of passion and moving forward and personal goals and um, being able to really fly and soar on wings of uh, like a new, um, a new love and a new like sense of freedom and stuff. We will look to the other two cards that came out, which is Five of Swords and Three of Cups. The Five of Swords is titled Comparison and the Three of Cups card is titled Celebration. Now, the Five of Swords can mean like dishonor, um, not really living up to one's morals, I think, that kind of thing. But it can also mean really focusing on the self in a healthy way, not an unhealthy way, 
It can mean that too. But in a healthy way, focusing on looking out for one's needs. Now, in the Osho Zen, it talks about not falling into the trap of always comparing ourselves to others because it features a mighty oak and it features a bamboo stalk. Both of these plants have their own positive characteristics in totally different ways, but one is not better than the other. And that's important to keep in mind. So focus on loving ourselves and really achieving a healthy sense of self-worth, which means not looking around to other people to, to satisfy that within oneself. Don't look to other people for your self-worth because that is just, that is a failure right out of the gate. Um, you have to really look within and it comes through challenging oneself. It comes through doing things that you're scared to do. And it comes to doing, doing things that you, that you are proud of. That is where a really basic sense of self-worth can, can come from. And being of service, too, um, to others in some way, I think. Like helping. That can bring about a sense of self-worth. But... Not alone. None of these things alone. It's a combination of different things. Right? So, Three of Cups, celebrating. This uh, features three women dancing in the rain. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, this energy of the Three of Cups. And that is exactly the energy that we're meant to take from this card. Fun. Having fun, celebrating the hard work we're doing and continue to do but celebrating in whatever way feels good in a healthy way you know dance sing connect with others somehow I know that the quarantine is still going on um, now is a very um, you know intense time because it can it is so serious in different areas right now and it's something to continue to to keep in mind of and about so the uh, social aspect the celebration may have to be expressed like in a different way but just having more fun is like healthy fun is really a good thing right now and not not comparing ourselves um, and then the three other cards that we're sitting here that we're at the end of the shuffle is the high priestess inner voice the devil card conditioning and the ten of wands reversed which is kind of my card for it can be a card to signal that the reading is complete because we we want the ten of wands reversed we want to have that conclusion it is um it can be a card of just feeling exhausted, right? Which we're all feeling. But in the Osho Zen card, it features someone down in a hole with ropes around them that are slipping off. There are cracks in the hole, kind of um, implying that the hole itself is soon to be like, I don't know, it's just not going to exist anymore. And it's all open above the person so once these ropes have completed falling off they can just look up and climb out 
of the hole, which is what we're all doing. And when it's reversed, this person can not only climb out, but they can, they just fall out. <laughs> they fall out into fresh air and can fly again, right? That's when we kind of sprout our wings <laughs> and fly. But so it's very easy. It may come easier than you think is what I'm trying to say. Like the final complete, you just wake up and like, you don't feel the same way about something in like a more pot in a positive healing way, freeing kind of way. So that's beautiful. So the high priestess inner voice, this is a very meditative card. It features dolphins, water, um, plant imagery, moon imagery, um, energetic waves, healing light, crystals, beautiful. There's the yin yang. I've never noticed that before as well. So yeah, meditation going within so important. And we talked about this devil card already, but these are addictive kind of um, mental entrapments, ways that we are tied and, and bound within things that hold us back, personal restrictions and obstacles. It's titled conditioning. And that's ways that we've been conditioned to think a certain way, or we're conditioned to maybe look outside ourselves to get um, to be, um, you know, verified is what the word that's coming to mind, but it's not really verified. It's like uh, validated or something. I don't know, but you know, connect with God, God energy, universal energy, look for the good, be as healthy and grounded and, and, um, balanced as possible, clear inside, heal, and then move forward as best we can. Um, in healthy, balanced ways and look for things in life that are grounded in kind of like, because the devil energy, it is stuff that's more negative, like greed, um, lust, um, uh, what else? Like vengeful is even coming to mind and, um, sort of a narcissistic existence, lying, cheating, all that kind of stuff. I mean, that is not good. <laughs> but this can point to also ways in which we, we kind of are scared or we hide ourselves or we don't really live into our best lives because of this, that, the other. This can point to ways that we were injured and wounded as children. Remember the subconscious is a huge thing. That's shit that happened to us before the age of five. And, um, and you know, I do think that there's, there, there's a lot of pain and muck and yuck that we all go through. And I think it's rampant. I think like abusive situations occur on the regular in people's lives. Um, you hear all the time about growing up stuff that even happens like from friends and family that is very toxic so that is something to address I th personally think that when it comes to families and growing up in a dysfunctional household myself I think it's very rare to come across someone who grew up in a in a fully um, supportive um, loving calm balanced um, 
you know, really like grounded in the kindness, compassion, God, universal energy, healing, support, love. Um, you get what I'm saying, right? I think they're like the 1% when it comes to families or um, experiences when it comes to growing up <laughs> and living life. Um, there's a lot of pain and wounds and wounds and, and muck and yuck to clear up, to move forward. And that is what this card is also pointing to. So we, there's stuff galore to work on, on any number of levels is what I'm trying to get at peeps. Um, all right. But then, you know, the inner voice and the meditative, the connection there within and with God, universal energy helps with that. Right? All right. I'm tired. <laughs> Hopefully we got to wrap this up. Six of Cups, the dream. Yep, that's the dream, healing ourselves. But Six of Cups is a very childlike energy. It's our inner child a lot of the time, which stays with us throughout life. Um, we all have like inner children, and we all. I've discovered we kind of stay the same after a certain age. So it doesn't matter if we're 80. We still feel like we're, you know, 19, 20, 21, 22. You kind of stop and lock in after a certain age. You don't change much in terms of your basic temperament and um, personality. But you learn a lot and you can heal and you can change when I, when I mean temperament, you can change in terms of like if you have anger issues, you can heal that and work on it and, and um, deal with it in a positive way because I have. So when I say your temperament stays th the same, it doesn't mean that the more neg negative, um, pain-filled, hurtful aspects of ourselves can't be healed because they can. I'm here to tell you, we can heal at any age at any time. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that like inwardly, you kind of feel the same through throughout all the years, <laughs> because I'm pretty well on in years now. And I still feel, you know, quite young, like 20 ish inside. Anyway, but the inner child is this part within us, it is tied kind of to the subconscious. It's when you know, we have this little, um, this very kind of fragile, open, innocent aspect to ourselves, which is always in love with life in a way. And it's important to nurture that um, because, uh, and to protect, to get back to that more innocent part of ourselves that can see and experience the beauty of life because it's there to be had. Aww. It can also be connections with, with people um, from the past, 
there are connections with with people that we all have very special um, people that we meet and share our lives with for however long sometimes it's not for very long but it's powerful can still be very powerful Um, before I go I just want to share another short story when I lived in San Francisco many years ago this must have been around 1996 1997 I lived I lived there off and on for um, quite a few years Um, anyway there was a, a time in which I had a job at an Italian restaurant in North Beach and I would walk to and from Union Street I think is what it's called I don't know I've forgotten <laughs> but I would I would walk after my shift down to this popular street where I could catch a bus home but before that I would go to a favorite bar there were a couple of favorite bars because I was a drinker back then remember so um, at any rate going to work I would usually take a bus there because it was uphill but then walk it after shift. On the bus, going to work, every day I would see a beautiful old lady sitting in her front window looking out. So I, I would consistently, every time we passed this house, see this really lovely, you know, vision. Old woman sitting there like in the sun. She always had... I think a nice bouquet of flowers by her as well and she just there was just something that inspired me I don't know what but I was like I really want to give back to this woman to show her somehow how much I appreciate her even though she I'm sure she never knew that anyone noticed her but I did and I looked for her and um, so I brought her flowers one day, like unexpectedly. I bought a bouquet of flowers and brought it over and rang the bell. And her granddaughter answered, was there visiting her at the time. And I explained, I, I see your grandmother every day from the bus. And I just really wanted to express something, something positive to her. Because I think she has a positive effect, whether she knows it or not. And so it was a really lovely visit. And the, the woman, you know, she was older, so I can't, re- I, I can't really remember how it went. But I think at first she was a little confused, which is, makes sense, right? Some stranger coming and bringing flowers. But, um, but I think ultimately, you know, she appreciated it. And it was just a beautiful little thing. And that sticks with me sometimes. It, I remember it. And um, I don't know what my point is of sharing that. But as I did, a whole bunch of cards flipped over. And we've got the Ace of Pentacles, Maturity, the Lovers. That can be about choices, but it's a, a beautiful energy, empowered energy. Six of Swords, the Burden. That is getting to a better place. Absolutely. Getting to calmer waters. Three of Swords reversed, healing our hearts, healing our heartbreak and grief. 
Eight of Pentacles, working hard. It's called ordinariness, but this is really working hard at something. Nine of Cups, wish fulfillment. It's titled laziness. So when we do feel good and when we do have things to celebrate, don't rest on our butts for too long. Um, Knight of Swords, titled fighting. Knight of Swords can be change. It can be moving forward with new ideas. It's very logical. But remember not to get into that energy of aggressiveness, right? Um, because anger is one thing. Anger can be healing and helpful and um, it points to something that needs to be addressed. But this sort of like anything that goes into violence or rage or whatever is very, very toxic. So just be on the lookout for... Um, you know, how, how you handle your anger, figuring out the best way to, to, to do it. Um, all right. <laughs> anyway, um, moving forward with intensity in that knight of wands. Okay. So instead of knight of swords, okay. Instead of this feeling like we're fighting, like, we have to like fight our obstacles. We have to really, you know, fight to break through, um, our restrictions. Instead of focusing on that, like having to suit up in some sort of metal armor with spikes and put our, our, our hands into fists, you know, ball up our hands. Instead, choose to express the Knight of Wands energy, which is intensity, but it's moving forward with a new passion, forward movement, moving into the sun. This is very energetically, it's like shooting an arrow, being shot like an arrow forward but it is moving forward with a new intensity, a new um, light within. And uh, that's a beautiful thing. So burn through the ropes that hold you. <laughs> Don't think about like cutting them or tearing them with your bare hands. Just burn through them <laughs> with a, a, the light of love. Uh, King of Swords, control, knowing that the only thing we can control, kind of control, is uh, our, how we choose to act and how we choose to heal ourselves. Um, but King of Swords is very logical. So remember, emotions can be a, a huge thing right now. Everyone is so drowning in their emotions. It's unbelievable. Just be logical. Move forward. Step by step. Five of uh, Pentacles. We are healing that. It's called the Outsider. It is scarcity, lack, financial fear, really feeling left out in the cold. But remember, this little kid can undo the padlock because it's not locked. He can undo it. He can unwind the chain and he can open the gate to step out into this lovely healing rainbow light. It's gorgeous. And that's the inner child in all of us. So again, examine the ways in which we imprison ourselves. I am convinced that we imprison ourselves more than anyone else ever could. Um, it's like inner obstacles, inner blocks because of the pain and wounds and trauma and drama that initially come from other people and experiences I think sometimes it can come from ourselves, but um but it's how we it's how we choose to heal it or not heal it how we choose to react how we choose to have it affect our long-term behavior we hold the key to that peeps and then there's the creator king of wands absolutely how are we creating our lives 
Um, think about the our personal energy. Think about our personal self-worth and inner confidence, healthy empowerment, and nine of pentacles, ripeness, organic timing. When the fruit falls from the tree, it's, uh, you know, there, there is a time when things just work out in our lives, and we are heading that way, peeps. We are heading that way. Wow. Okay. I am definitely... <laughs> Definitely, I think the reading is over. Eight of Wands is on the bottom of the deck. Wasn't it on the bottom of the deck yesterday? This Eight of Wands keeps showing up. It's climbing our personal mountains toward the sun through the mists of the mind. Being aware that we are quite tired right now. Absolutely. Uh, Nine of Wands underneath it. Underneath that, Eight of Cups letting go. Figuring out what to let go in our lives. It's a process. It's a process, peeps. But you got to look for that, you know, the God, God energy, universal energy. The blessings are there to partake in. Ask for help. That's a huge thing. Asking for help and then looking for it. You got to, you got to see it to receive it. All right. With that, thank you for all that you are and do. I hope you appreciated this podcast. Stay tuned for more stuff. Look up Affirmation Bear, Astrology Bear on Alexa through Amazon. Look up the free pamphlets and different things that I have offered. You can find my my website through rvempath.com. More good stuff's coming. Look for that Zoom meeting, The Light, on Sunday. Uh, I will talk about that more coming up in future podcasts. And as always, I'm sending you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much.